0: Friends, welcome to the Unlikely Mentors Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Mitzi. And each week, we'll share tidbits of wisdom we've learned through life and through our rather unusual friendship. Welcome to episode number 38. Wow, Mitz, 2020 is done. Can you believe it?
1: I know. I'm. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy. Is it the isn't longest
0: it? year ever, or the fastest year ever? I don't know. It. Yes, it both felt both exactly. And so, as this twenty twenty ended, and now we're getting into twenty twenty one. We were just talking a little bit. You know, we were discussing our New Year's resolutions, and we sort of just. you know, 2020 was a big year and a lot of people do a sort of year in review. And so that's what we're bringing to you today. I know we're like a little late to the party because I think most of the time people review their year in December, but we really wanted to like let the year finish, right, Mitz? Yes, because I don't know, you know, what was
1: going to happen New Year's Eve. I have a story.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And so we are talking about 2020, what it meant to each of us. This is actually going to be a uh, two-week series that this today, Mitz is going to talk about some milestones that she's reached this year and a little about what she's learned from them. Um, And then next week, I'm going to take my turn and just sort of have a conversation and share where our hearts have been in 2020 and uh, how God has worked in our lives. So Mitz, do you want to start?
1: I think I will. I think I'm just going to kind of hog the whole show if if you yeah. don't mind.
0: Let's make it about you.
1: Okay. And and just for the record, the purpose of this isn't just to hear ourselves talk, although, you know, we do like to talk. It's kind mm-hmm. of um uh, for both of us, each on our own, it's been a little bit like journaling. It's giving us a chance to reflect on what we experienced last year. That's always a good thing, I think, to reflect, but even more importantly, to figure out how to apply the wisdom from those experiences to our lives moving forward Mm. in 2021.
0: Yeah, because, you know, we talked about this in the intentions episode, but like 2021 feels like a fresh start. Um, And although some things are carrying over, what, what can we change or what do we want to change and what has gone well Exactly. I think applying all of that is really healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Good. And, and just for the record, also, I've already screwed up a couple of things in 2021. So <laughs> just bear that in mind. Okay. So I have a, a top 10... Um, At first, I had a top eight, and then I added a couple things. So I'm just Mm going to run through. Okay. None of these are going to be life changing for anyone, Mm -hmm. Um, but in small ways, they were life changing for me. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go. So, So are these are these
0: like top ten things you learned, things that happened? How would you categorize?
1: They were things I learned from experiences I had. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that.
1: So okay. So number one, um, I'm just starting not that this is number one, but I'm starting with the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot of things from the pandemic and am still learning mm-hmm. but probably my biggest takeaway was that the unbelievable can happen yeah usually when I heard things in the news about Ebola or swine flu yeah, way yeah. back when, or even this COVID-19, right. uh, I, it was just a faraway thing. And it only happened in places that weren't really real to yeah. me. But then it, it came here mm-hmm. and it happened to me in, um, I, I didn't get COVID, but loved ones got COVID and mm-hmm. friends. And it was something that even though we live in this wonderful country with great health care our great medical people. Yep. it it got to us, and yeah. um, hopefully we are turning the corner now. That's what I'm believing. Yeah, but wow. So I can't be complacent about things that are big and happening in the world because they can come knocking at my door anytime.
0: Yeah, interesting. You say that because in like February, Jan- late January, early February, I clearly remember my dad. We were like hanging out, whatever, and he said. Kelsey, you're going to be hearing more about this virus in China. And I, I sort of disregarded it. And I like, that's not, no, I am not. I understand that there's this thing in China, but like, whatever, there's no way. And then March rolled around and it was like, Oh
1: yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and and I remember we talked on a Thursday, and on Friday, you were done with school for exactly six months. Right. I mean, done yeah. teaching yeah. in person, I yeah. should say. It's yeah. crazy.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. Mm.
1: Uh, something else I had on my list was the word privilege. At first, I think of white privilege. I was one of those people that was asleep for a long time, and when the tragedy of George Floyd became known, I kind of woke up, I guess I would say. And I I learned about white privilege in general and specifically for me. Mm -hmm. Um, That hadn't been a real concept before. And while I was learning that and and applying it to my daily life situations, I also started understanding the other privileges that I have in that Mm -hmm. I was born healthy In that I was born at least of average intelligence. I would say um, above average. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Thank you. I yeah. was hoping yeah. you would pipe in there. Way above. Uh, I was born um, so physically healthy, but also with yeah. some physical ability. I mean, I'm able to run and do some sports mm-hmm. and all of that. I was born into a, a family of principled, kind, loving siblings Mm -hmm. that I still have a relationship with. I have the privilege of having uh, three healthy, wonderful children, my husband, all of that. So uh, rather than just dismiss, oh yeah, well, um, everybody's born with stuff, I am realizing that I was born with a whole lot of good stuff, and I need to appreciate that and, and see the world through the lens of, not everybody has all the privileges. I don't have yeah. some privileges that other people have. I'm not a genius and I cannot dunk a basketball <laughs> and I did not, you know, find the cure for anything. Right. But I have other stuff that I have and can do more with. So that, well, that was think big it, for me.
0: I think it gives you perspective when you're looking at other people's stories or situations too. Yeah. Uh, I think about myself and, I, I wouldn't be where I am today getting my master's, a biology teacher, without being born into the family I was born into. Like, there's just yeah. no way. So, yeah, it's good. That's a good thing to be aware of. And yeah. I, you have grown in that way for sure this year.
1: Yeah, and we we have journeyed through this together, and that's been really yes. good for us to be able to talk about that. Yeah. Okay, i um, number three on my list. Again, this is not in in order of importance, just as things occur to me, grandkids. Mm-hmm. So the, the funny thing about grandkids is like, when they're first born, it's a miracle. And you're like, Oh, my gosh, my kid has a kid. Yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, that's, of course, something amazing. But people were always saying, Oh, wait, do you have grandkids, and I wasn't ready for grandkids, because I had other stuff to do. And to me it was kind of like breastfeeding and Downton Abbey because oh. Oh, no. be- when i had when i was pregnant people said oh you have to breastfeed it's wonderful it's great and i'm like uh, yeah 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 sure yeah and people also said oh you've got to watch Downton Abbey it's the best show you won't be able to stop watching it and and i had seen little commercials about it and it's like no it's a bunch of old people in a big old castle speaking in an english accent that i can't really understand sure. but I, I did pat myself on the back. I did try both of those, both yeah. of those uh, dress feeding and Downton Abbey, and they turned out to be wonderful. And just yeah. because people were saying it was wonderful wasn't a reason for me to dismiss it, which I, I sometimes do. Sure. But the same thing happened with grandkids. Not that I had any control over that, but people said how wonderful grandkids were and that yeah. you didn't, you, you understood. And love in a different way mm-hmm. um, I'm getting choked up um, mm-hmm. when you have grandkids mm-hmm. and it's true and I can't even yeah. describe it
0: Well it also helps that your grandkids are adorable and perfect and cute and yeah, just you know, uh, so fun so yeah, I, I wasn't
1: gonna say that but yeah you it's got true good ones. yeah do yeah the next thing on my list is Dave. That's Dave, my husband. And there are a lot of other wonderful Daves out in the world. I'm not talking to you today. I'm talking about my husband. So, with, I had talked in a previous episode about when Dave got ill, and he, and in that time, we really, our lives changed and we really came to appreciate each other even more. And then, so we have, and I've, we have been great companions, but then, uh, or, and then, during the pandemic, it's not so much that we were home alone together like during the week because Dave still went out to work. He didn't really see many people at work. He goes in and looks at boilers and that kind of thing. Yeah. But because neither of us had any other social outlet, it was just us. And so through this year, since March, really, we have really come to uh, do that whole best friend thing. Mm. I mean, I still don't want to go running with Dave or shopping with Dave, <laughs> but like he's my go-to person when when yeah. I, something's bugging me, I tell him first. Now, mm-hmm. um, when when I have something exciting to share, I, I want to tell him and see what he has to say. And I mean, I don't know when this happened, but he's like one of the smartest people I know. I used to discount like advice from him; mm-hmm. like I'd just go to my girlfriends instead. But he's got some good wisdom. So it's just been, it's been really cool to reflect on that happening.
0: That's really cool. Because it easily could have gone the other way where you just become sick of each other.
1: Exactly. And I I don't know his story because he doesn't have a podcast, but I hope he's (laughs) saying something along the lines that I am.
0: Yeah. 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 That's
1: awesome. The next thing is uh, has to do with coaching. So I do life coaching, which is when you work with people when they're trying to get from one place to another or make a decision in their life. And it's really fun, and I love it, and I've met a lot of really great people through the coaching. But one of the things that I really grabbed onto this year is when somebody decides they want coaching because they want to change jobs or they want to break up with their girlfriend, or Mm -hmm. because they are trying to figure out something in their life, they're already halfway there before we sit down and talk because the courage to, or the decision to make the phone call and set a date is huge. And you've already taken the steps that you need to take to change your mindset. So it's just like, if any... And and it, it goes for therapy, or it goes for anything like uh, yeah. if you say I'm going to start doing uh, meditation every day, and once you say that and tell mm-hmm. somebody, and maybe mm-hmm. even look up how to do meditation, you're you're almost,
0: yeah, it's, you're, it's almost as way. good as done.
1: Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Very cool. So,
0: hey, I real question: Do people um, really come to you for help breaking up with their significant others? Mits. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Well, I know. I can. That would be hard. It would be hard.
1: Yeah, okay. and usually they kind of already know that that's what they want to do. I don't yeah. like yeah, yeah. counsel them or anything, or or point out all the faults yeah. of their partner. They kind of know <laughs> they like they don't know what to do, and they're in a living situation that can't easily be oh, changed.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Sure. If anyone listening needs to break yeah. up with a significant <laughs> other, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. your girl. Oh, yes. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. So my faith, as you know, both Kelsey and I talk about our faith. We both come from a Christian foundation. But what's been cool this year is, um, and this has really been prompted by mainly one friend of mine, Susie, she got me involved in a conference called Evolving Faith, and it's the conference was virtual this year, okay. but the people who spoke didn't come from really lovely traditional Christian upbringings, they've come to their faith in some really tough ways, or they've made some left-hand turns and right-hand turns and U-turns to get there. And it's Mm -hmm. just really caused me to um, think through what I believe and why I believe it, And, and I'm, I'm on this journey again, which is really cool to still be on a journey when you get to be a little older. I just have to say it's, it's vitalizing and revitalizing.
0: So is this like something that's recorded that you can watch whenever? Did you watch it on a certain day?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, actually we, we had to sign up and pay for the conference and you could, I think a lot of people did watch it live
0: Okay. Okay.
1: But we, the group that we had doing this, could not do that. We it was on sure. a Friday and a Saturday, and it, it just wasn't possible. So what we did was, Susie broke it down, and we watch usually just watched one speaker at a time, and okay. then on Friday we meet virtually and yeah. discuss it. Oh, and cool. you know, we're all kind of coming from different places and different mm-hmm. um, uh, orientations, and but we all, you know, it's. Uh, has deepened our relationship with Jesus and kind of yeah. widened our my view of mm-hmm. what that means and how to apply it practically in my daily yeah. life. So that's been a really yeah. cool thing for Again, me.
0: Again, it sounds like perspective is the word that comes to mind for me. Like yeah. you're gaining perspective of other people's yeah Thank you. Yes. Cool. Very cool.
1: And that kind of leads naturally into the Enneagram. We've talked. We talked a couple. We did a couple episodes on yeah. the Enneagram. And Kelsey and I you've,
0: you've really deep dived this year into the Enneagram. I feel yeah. like it's been. I, you've done all the reading and the listening and the conferencing. I've, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, I I love it. I, it's just been so eye opening for me. And so when I first did the Enneagram. I, you know, I took a little test, found out my number, thought that was fun, liked my number, hated my number. um, And then, you know, started learning about the other, other people and their numbers and their orientation to life. But here's what it did for me. Usually when I'm studying the Enneagram, it's kind of from a faith-based lens. Mm -hmm. So, so that's been good for my faith exploration also. But because I realized that I'm, different from everybody else and everybody else is different from me. I have my own thinking and way of doing things. It's made me realize that we're all different and I need to offer grace to people who don't think like I do. Mm-hmm. And just one example, for a lot of reasons, part of just the way I was born and wired, uh, being on time is really important to me.
0: Yeah, same, For some other same people, girl.
1: yeah. I've noticed that. We're like, hey, where are you? It's one minute after you said you were going to be there.
0: Something must be wrong. Right.
1: So other people put something ahead of that. For Mm. example, if they are talking with an older woman and helping her with her groceries, they don't suddenly say, oops, got to meet Mitzi at 825. No, they will actually finish... Helping her with the groceries in the car, and then they'll come and see me two minutes late. I have learned to totally respect that. Of course, I need to do yeah. that. Whereas right. I used to just look at, nope, you said you'd be there, and if, if you're not there, then there's a character flaw. Yeah. But I, I, no, you have a different orientation. Things are different. Things are important to you. So, I, it's so wonderful to see uh-huh. that,
0: That's and to so. be able
1: to appreciate those things about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think some people don't even have a sense of time. Like, how long will it take for you to fold this load of laundry? Oh, two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it. Yeah, like and their brains
1: don't operate that way, right? And it's beautiful because usually, then maybe they're real creative or they'll stop and take the time and listen to me when I have a problem, even though they need to be someplace else at the time.
0: Right. So I know that is God bless them. Yeah, seriously.
1: Okay, so number eight on my list is just kind of quick. We had an episode, a couple episodes, we had Dr. Mitzi Kalin um, Love her. on our show, yeah, and she talked about extroverts and introverts, and the thing, after after I talked with her um, on the podcast and in, in, in private, I mean, she was painting, and I was sitting on her bed, so then I got to talk mm. to her in private. You're very um, lucky. I know. <laughs> she didn't even charge me, but I've... What I've realized is that I am wired as an extrovert, but the older I get, the more time I need by myself to recharge. Mm-hmm. And I you know, she had said that your orientation doesn't really change, but mm-hmm. there's permutations. I'm not sure what that oh, means, but I wanted to throw word. it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mm-hmm. twenty twenty one word. That's right. Um so I, I just And now I appreciate that because I I used to go, go, go all the time and always be with people and it's not really working for me anymore. And it's nice to know, okay, no, you know what? Maybe things have mellowed a little bit and I I can just read my book or be at home in the kitchen Mm -hmm. cooking. And I really like that. So that's that's been good. Mm, Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. Number nine is one of my faves. E-cloths.
0: Now, those
1: of you, E-cloths. Okay. So for those of you who like uh, or have a lot of mirrors in your home or a lot of glass okay you have got to buy these you just uh, you can get them at at ace hardware or your local okay. hardware store you can okay. also get them on amazon okay. and it's e-cloths there's probably okay. different brands but oh my gosh they it, are miracles wow well,
0: so it's, and it's, i do have
1: a lot of glass in my house you have a
0: lot and this is, has been such a game changer it made your top 10 list of 2020 It has, and
1: I just need to credit my friend Vicki Aaron's. She was the one that told me about them, and she even told me how to use them. You use one with a little bit of water on it, and you use another one that's dry. So you wipe with the the water, and then you dry it off with the other one, and then you just launder them by themselves, uh, uh, and you're good to go for the next time.
0: Oh, wow. And yeah. okay, okay, no Windex needed. You're like no. a chemical free house, Mitz. Yeah, well, I'm like not that but one, in that area. That yeah, I just
1: have one thing. Um, okay, And then the last thing is just that I always used to say I hated cooking. And, mm. and I am known as a rather poor cook that hasn't changed. But I've suddenly like to cook, not suddenly, in the last year, probably since COVID, I like to be in the kitchen with the little kitchen TV on. Okay. And I like to uh, find a recipe and then screw it up because I like (laughs) to do my own thing. Okay. And then Dave is always grateful for whatever might be put before him. Okay. So that's become a great joy in my life. And I'm just appreciating that. Oh my gosh. yeah, I know. So um, maybe, I, I do make good soup. Maybe I'll oh. get some to you again in 2021, but Please But do. probably nothing else.
0: Oh, oh, man, yeah. Your your soup is delicious. And that beer bread that you sent me the recipe oh, or yeah. earlier in pandemic, I've made that several times. So.
1: Oh, and I've recently added bacon and cheese to that recipe. Oh, wow. Yeah, little oh. bits of bacon. Yeah. <gasps>
0: yeah.
1: Maybe... Sh- Uh, Kelsey needs to link that in the show notes, that beer bread recipe. Yeah,
0: it's it's good. So
1: that's what I've come up with so far. And I'm sure as the months go on into 2021, I'll have more light bulbs come on about things that I've learned. But that's all I've got for now. And next week, Kelsey, are you going to share some of yours?
0: Oh, I am going to share my 2020 in review. And Great. I just, I can't wait to look back. It's been a wild year. Mitz, hey, thanks for sharing all that with us. I It's, it's uh, a little vulnerable to go through I your know. year. And so thank you. Thanks for being vulnerable with us and uh, sharing where your heart's at.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Have an awesome week. And we will be back next week with my year in review. Have an awesome week. See ya. Bye.